I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And we're back with the Idiot Culture Podcast with me, Kevin Rogers, and my host, Liam Buggy. How's, How's it going? going? That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Uh, but today's episode, we got a, a special guest, one of our good time friends, um... All the way in Halifax, Brian. How's it going, Brian? It's uh, it's going good. It's going good, boys. Uh. <laughs> Glad to have you on the podcast, buddy. We're excited. Uh, I'm super excited. I'm yeah. really proud of what you guys are doing here, and obviously, big, big fan of this. So, can't wait to see what's to come from this <laughs> in the future. Thank you. We love the support, buddy. Try not to ruin the episode. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you on. It's, yeah. it's been a while. We've been trying to figure everything out and through discord it took a while to even set up but we finally got you on mm-hmm. um very happy for that so um yeah Let's yeah why don't a, we uh start off with you questions. telling the fans here a little bit about yourself bry how would you describe yourself as a wonderful individual as an individual hmm that's a great question um obviously i live in the east coast of canada so in the maritimes in nova scotia halifax yep. which is beautiful city uh but myself i like to say oh, yeah. that i'm like an overall fun nice person i'm kind of like that guy that your dad always describes to your their daughters like that's the guy you should date like that's that's the <laughs> nice oh, guy okay that's the nice guy. oh but Talk then always adds, a bit. yeah okay. then also gets friend zoned all the time Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Lucky Makes you. Sense. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Apologies, ladies. <laughs> but, Brian's already taken. Yeah, yeah. I do have a part. <laughs> He's so. taken, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's good. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit about you moving out east because you grew up here in Ontario, Hamilton, Ontario, with us. Mm-hmm. And then, how long have you been in Halifax for now? Two years. <sighs> oh man, it's two years. Two years and a bit, I think. Now, yeah, it's going to be almost three years in January. Wow. What were, like, the major changes when you first moved over there compared to uh, Ontario? Um, well, one thing I didn't realize is that the taxes are 15% here instead of 13 So, Oh, wow. It did, didn't throw me <laughs> off by a lot, but I was just like, okay, cool. Tax is more expensive. 
makes sense though, given how beautiful the city is, and that you know it's mm-hmm. just a coastal city, and a lot of yeah, all the maritime it. provinces are fifteen percent. Uh, I'm fairly certain, but not really a big mm-hmm. deal. But that was just one thing I noted. I'm like, oh, it's fifteen percent. But uh, oh. other thing is the culture out here. Also, accents like just slight little bit. Like everybody says car out here. Not everyone. Car. Just like a lot of people say car, car. if like their family. <laughs> like from, in Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, well, <laughs> if they're well because they're in Truro because that's where it was filmed uh, or nearby. Yeah, exactly. It's not exactly in Truro, but like in that area. Yeah. Um. So accents a little bit of a thing. You definitely detect where people are if they're from like the island or if they're from like PEI or if they're from Newfoundland and stuff like that. You could tell just by the little mannerisms and accents that they have here and there. Uh, everybody's super nice, you know, just general Canadian city. Everybody's usually nice. Um, <laughs> one thing I didn't realize is a lot of the population here is the student population because it's, you know, a university city, but it's like a large number of you know, students just learning and then they just leave and it's just like half of Halifax is almost gone. Which is <laughs> Yeah, because you live right next to um, Dalhousie University, Dalhousie. right? Is that what it's called? Dalhousie. Yeah. And yeah. that's right in the middle of the, of the city. Close enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a pretty big university. My partner, Tanya, just recently got graduated there. It's a, it's a cool place overall. Um, the other thing I've noticed is there's a lot more lakes and beaches out here because you're so close to the mm-hmm. ocean, which is really nice. Like, you know, living in Hamilton, y- you could go swim in Lake Ontario, uh, you know, <laughs> have fun Risky. with the third leg that you grow. But uh, <laughs> yeah. realistically, you have to drive like an hour, hour and a half to get to either like one of the quarries or a decent enough lake that, you know, isn't dirty to say the least. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, don't it's to... nice to have the accessibility out there, right? Yeah. I remember early in the summertime, it was maybe not even a 10, 15 minute drive to get one to one of the lakes. So that oh, was nice. nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I remember the, um, the last time that Luke and I visited you out there, we... We uh, went surfing at that beach that was, like, what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes from yeah. your house? Yeah, oh, let's say, not, we didn't surf. We attempted surfing, well, <laughs> and only one of us, which, of course, was Luke, actually was managed to surf. God, I stood up. Luke. Yeah, <laughs> stupid Luke. For how long, <laughs> Wayne? How, how long did we both stand up for? I got hit in the back of my head with a surfboard, and that was not fun. I got, I got hit in the front of my head. Nice. <laughs> so, not the one-up. Double whammy. Double sense. whammy. Exactly. Now you look, yeah. now I understand why yeah. you look like that. It, it kick my brain, so <laughs> yeah. now I'm smarter. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll say that. Nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and we'll I had to have that. something to humble me. The yeah. red mark I had for, like, three hours? <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah. takes it right out of your ego, let me tell you. So, Brian, um, when you first moved out there, were you nervous, excited, uh, what were you feeling when you first moved out to Halifax? Uh, a bit of both. You know, it's it's hard to say I wasn't nervous because, you know, I'd be away from you guys, family, you know, my usual surroundings. But, you know, I've been to uh-huh. Halifax. Yeah, I know. Aw. That wasn't meant for you, <laughs> It was meant for Kevin and everybody else. Uh, yeah. I'm, wow, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because I visited Tanya out here in the fall before I moved. So, yeah, it would have been... So, November 2018 is when I flew out here to visit Tanya for her birthday and to do Halloween and all that fun stuff. 
and I got a kind of a, my bearings for the city and how it works. A lot of the stuff is walkable. Um, the only thing is that's not really commuter friendly is getting to like the other side of the city or like to more of the like outer outskirts of the city uh, through like yeah. bus transit and whatnot. It's not that it's not doable. It's just not not time friendly, especially you know where I work at a retailer, basically just on the near the out. Uh, outbreaks of the city it makes it a little bit more difficult but obviously i have a car so that eliminates that issue but the bigger thing was i guess just making friends out here was the other thing too but that you know being in uh retail you kind of make friends with a lot of the students and tanya also had her own friend group so i just kind of got assimilated to both and um everybody loves to drink out here which is a huge <laughs> thing. So that, that, you know, I just fit right in uh, because how yeah, Plus, you're a very uh, yeah, you're a very social guy, right? You 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 like to hang out with people. You like to meet new friends. So. I mean, like chatty. Yeah, for the for the most part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, I have my days where yeah. uh, I don't want to see anybody or talk to anybody. But I think that's just everyone in general has those days. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just some people more than others. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's good. So uh, if you had to, I'm going to ask a couple questions like this. If you had to give advice to one person who just moved to a new town, new city, new province, new country, whatever it was, and they're looking to be social, make friends, what would you tell them? Ooh, that's a really good question. Honestly, um, just find out what what's local to that area. You know, for example, I mean, it's not like unknown but alexander keith's brewery or one of the breweries is here on the east coast just because that's where alexander keith the founder of keith's um basically started his company and the brewery tour is just like a really cool experience liam had uh and luke had a uh, chance to experience that when they came out here and actually yeah it was a great tour it was a great (laughs) tour uh don't remember most of it, but it was a great tour. Yeah, uh, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> uh, but it's just like little nicks here and there. If you could find out a little bit of the culture and the history about the place that you're in, it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. And just being involved in stuff, you know, if there's something you're interested in doing, you know, whether it's an activity or a, uh, a volunteer position you want to get into. That's one thing I wish I did more of is just maybe finding a place to volunteer. Um and just dedicating my time to, but I just haven't found something that I wanted to put my time towards yet, but I'm sure that day will come eventually. But I think those are yeah. two things I would kind of say um, that I have actually kind of learned from Tanya because she does quite a bit of that. Who, who's my partner, by the way, if I haven't made that clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good answer. So volunteering, forcing yourself into the community sort of where you, you're in a position where you're going to meet people, whether you expect to or not mm-hmm. and finding out the local interests like, is the town big on softball <laughs> soccer yeah. whatever i like that that's a good answer um i also wanted to bring up uh with tanya that you just said your partner uh just go into how you guys met um and how you guys started living together in halifax um i guess i'll just say it uh it's a bit of a tinderella story yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's okay. It's uh, <laughs> it's funny, but uh, essentially, this was probably half a year before, uh, maybe like okay, so like nine months, um, nine months before no we moved out here, uh, I met Tanya on Tinder, and it was yeah. uh, it was really funny because in her profile picture she had a picture of herself with elephants in the background. 
And when I yeah. matched up with her, it took me two days to figure out a response. And I didn't mm -hmm. want to be corny, but I wanted to be like a little bit funny. And um, oh yeah, I basically just said, uh, "So what's up?" I didn't want to like I was gonna say, "Oh, what's with what's up?" Let's talk about the elephant in the room. But that's just that was a little <laughs> too too much, even for my standards. Yeah. So I just said, "Hey, you yeah. know, does anybody really ask you about the picture you took with the elephants?" And uh, we kind of just got further into that, and I figured out that um, she's my kind of weird. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice. It, but it was it, for the good stuff. It was uh, it was a great time, and then uh, it was funny because we went on our first date to uh, Hamburger, which is a little hole in the wall in Hamilton. There's two locations. Yeah, yeah. Which Very everybody good. should go to because it's a great place. Mm -hmm. um, shout out, yeah, <laughs> shout out for the day. Yeah, <laughs> sponsor for the podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was funny because. I was just very, uh, I guess you could say infatuated with her from the get-go, just by listening to her talk and tell her stories. At the same time, if we switch it to her perspective, I'm sitting there listening, going, uh-huh, uh-huh. She thought I was not interested in her whatsoever. <laughs> she just thought, like, oh, oh this really? guy does not like me. Um, but Clearly, she... he didn't listen to the dating episode of the podcast before <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> uh, that could have been avoided. Could have been avoided. Yeah, yeah, but that's no, okay. Needless to say, I kind of fell head, uh, head over heels for her, to say the least, yes. and uh, haven't regretted it since. Well, that's great, you guys. Like uh, we always talk, and we say you guys are such a great couple, and we're happy for you both. So, thank um, you. Very happy for you guys. We, we appreciate I just it. want to add to that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I just want to add to that too, because I thought it was really funny when you first told me this story. She, uh, you would, when you matched with her, you had just downloaded the app and she was the first match you had, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Just for, for all of our other friends out there on Tinder, I just want that to frustrate you. Uh, <laughs> struggling. <laughs> yeah. Struggling getting matches. <laughs> struggling trying to get yeah. dates. That's all I want. First match. First date, first love. There you go. That's, that's it. To, the, that's, yeah. to all the right suckers there. paying for like Tinder Gold or whatever that what thing was, paying the subscription. Yeah. Suck on that. Um, no, well, actually, I, I hope you find your true love. For, I knew a guy who played for Tinder uh, Tinder Gold, I think it was, or Tinder Plus, whatever no it was. Yeah. And uh, and my other buddy, we are on a hockey team, and my other buddy didn't have it, but he had like hundreds more matches <laughs> than the other guy. And he's just like, I'll get my matches, don't worry. <laughs> they're coming. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry, but uh, no, they're not. <laughs> I like the optimism, you know? Yeah. It's good energy to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, before we uh, move on from this, Brian, I'd like to ask you one more thing about living in Halifax, mm -hmm. because this is something that I've, sort of debated for a long time not that i'm ready for this part of my life but maybe in the future moving to a different province different country whatever so another piece of advice for people who are in the same boat if you uh, see someone who is living at home they live this, the same place their whole life and they're thinking about moving somewhere else but they're nervous they don't know if it'll work out what advice would you give them uh, in terms of helping them make that decision, whether to go or not to go or anything like that? It depends on your situation. Let's say, you know, all your finances are sorted. You know, you have, you know, I guess that's the biggest thing is just making sure you're, if you go out there and worst case scenario, you don't like it, that you have the financial support to make that decision to 
either leave that place and go to another one or to come back home, whatever decision is, you know, obviously don't be embarrassed to go back home because a lot of people are at home right now, especially given the circumstances. Um, but if you're young and you have the time, do it. You know, it's you only have to live one life and you have to experience what you can. So my advice is just make sure that, you know, whatever you're doing, whether it's for school, for work, or you just simply want to travel to another place and check it out and just check out the local life, just do it. Uh, obviously, make sure you're you're all in check in terms of finances. If you got a job set in, uh, in motion or if you're applying to schools out there, whatever the case might be, you know, I just say yeah. go for it. It's a decision that I made. Um, now, it mean, I will let people know when we I moved out to Halifax with my partner, it was basically within a month span of you know timing we knew i was we were going to move out here she was already here residing for school whereas i was planning to move out there the the half year afterwards basically in the summertime um but you know long distance relationships are very tough you know it works for different people so uh, it just depends on the situation but i just say go for it and make some good memories i like that yeah that's good advice yeah, if you answer. can afford it <laughs> go for it yeah, yeah. yeah. takes yeah. the risk you know yeah. worst case you move back home swallow your pride yeah. you'll make it work one way or another yeah i like that you see the world too you know like just again yeah. like you said you only live once so mm-hmm. yolo <laughs> yeah to summarize if you are financially stable then yolo then yeah. YOLO. Exactly. Yeah. yolo yeah money equals yolo okay. yeah <laughs> got it <laughs> that is the lesson that's the if, lesson if anyone listening it. takes home anything from this episode yolo it's, money is yolo money, is money. Yolo. money <laughs> equals hashtag yolo oh, exactly yeah, there we go <laughs> All right, well, stop bugging you about where you live now. Uh, I wanted to get into something else with you, the th- because the three of us are huge gamers. Whenever we play games together, it's it's 90% of the time it's the three of us doing it together. Yeah. Um, what games are you into right now, Brian? What are you playing? Honestly, I... Other than Hunt, I was playing Final Fantasy thirteen for a bit of time. Um, nice. I Like, for me, my big games are RPGs for the most part um liam and i you know our friendship you know we both love fable and that kind of like that we would talk about that for hours and hours at a time sometimes (laughs) and you know recently with the uh, all the conferences from sony and, and microsoft for you know the new consoles coming out and we got so excited for the new fable game that's going to be launched because you know just the Ooh. narrative alone and that was the biggest thing i'm i'm a big story guy if it has a great story i don't care how yeah. crappy it looks i don't care how bad the gameplay is as long as there's a good story i'll get through it don't mind it yeah. you know um yeah. but Besides that, I like a lot of more unique games. So one game that I play, you know, with Kevin and Liam quite a bit is uh, Hunt Showdown, which Liam and I got in very early a long time ago, almost a few years ago, I want to say, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's almost been, I want to say maybe three years, possibly. I don't yeah, because we got it when it was, like, before it was released. Yeah, it was, it was like, in, like 15 the alpha bucks. version or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got a good deal. Yeah. That's uh, one advice I could give to everybody. If there's a game that you know you'll like, get into it early because more than likely you'll get it for stupid cheap and yep. then yeah. you just have the advantage of being able to play it early as well. Um, it also supports That's something all too, the devs yeah. too, right? But, uh, it, exactly. It was the same thing with The Forest for us. We got mm. that was, Well, that was an alpha for like years, oh. which was ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like it's but... still an alpha. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. But we got it for what, like ten bucks again yeah. back in the day, and that's something that we still played like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It still comes up here and there. Yeah, uh, and besides those two games, um, the Dark Souls series, whether it be you know, or just any from software game at this point. So like Sekiro, uh, Shadow Dice Twice, I played that. That was really frustrating, but really, really good. I have <laughs> to play that again. Um, Dark Souls nice. 1, 2, and 3. I've been playing more 3 and 1. I don't really play a lot of 2, but people play a lot of Dark Souls 2, and it's weird because people complained yeah. about 2. But that's a uh, conversation for whole another time. And Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, it has a... Oh, Bloodborne was good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dark Souls 2 has a weird, like, niche fan base, uh, which I don't understand. But, uh, so before I let Kevin bug you a little bit about some of these games, I wanted to ask you, too, I just had this conversation with a friend from work the other day, but what is it that you like about Dark Souls? Because those games are known for its, like, intense difficulty, making people rage quit, blah, blah, blah. What, why do you like it? Why do you keep playing, even though you it probably pisses you off, like, every 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, well, so, one, the story alone. It's really unique in its storytelling where it doesn't give you the direct story. You kind of have to figure it out and find it on your own. And that's what I really like because there's a lot of community um, channels that will, like, post their theories or, like, the evidence that they found to support their own claims in terms of how the, the story has, like, progressed and whatnot. So that's one thing that I love. And secondly, yeah, the, the game is is hard. It's like that's an understatement to how difficult the game is. Um, <laughs> but it's really rewarding because you know, and Liam can attest to this, and even Kevin because he started playing the game with us, is that you can yeah. die to a boss a thousand times, and once you yeah. beat it, you get such a rush from overcoming that challenge of not being able to kill this boss. And then continuing forward to find the new, your newer challenge, and that's no other game's really done that for me. Because unlike Dark Souls, a lot of games just have like save points, whereas Dark Souls, it's like you have to reach a certain point before you can even get to the boss. And sometimes the games just, you know, nope, you don't, you don't have like a second chance. Either it's all or nothing at this point, <laughs> and uh, that's what I really enjoy about it. Nice, though. Nice. Yeah, I just had a couple more questions here, too. Um, what was the first game you've played that really made you want to, like, continue in gaming? Um, that really wanted to get the next game out there, the next um, online game? It doesn't have to be an online game, but what was the first game you remember playing that was like, oh, this is, like, the best game ever? <sighs> That's really tough. I, I'm going to have to go with Fable, in all honesty, because I sank so many yeah. hours into Fable. And that was the real, that was my true first game that I, you know, I played on my own. You know, I didn't watch my brothers play it. It's something that mm-hmm. I played on my own and fell in love with. So I have a deep mm-hmm. found passion for the series. And um, it's, I would say that's the first one. You know, obviously everybody had like either GameCube and stuff like that. So technically the first yeah. game I played was maybe Super Mario 64 or even, you know, maybe later titles yeah. like, gosh even playstation one or two you know i played like ratchet and clank and those kind of things but the one that definitely set my love for gaming and wanting to find new titles to give me those kind of different passions or followings behind is definitely fable yeah those were great games i oh my god um (laughs) but the second one had like some issues with it but i love too that we always just played it because it had co-op 
mm-hmm. even though like you know the game was less than perfect it was a little wonky but we were still just obsessed with the series it didn't it even matter <laughs> yeah yeah the second and third one but not the first one which is third, a shame third but... one sucks don't even talk about the third one yeah but the third one was less wonky and the co-op was easier so like I, we still played that a good bit yeah but, like, it was I a guess. sacrifice I, uh, it's just it had a lot of hype for the third one and it just fell very short is the only issue yeah i mean you know which is a shame mechanics wise yeah. the game was fine you know they, they worked out a lot of kinks the second one had a lot of i can attest to that as liam said yeah but um <laughs> the, the first two were by far just something better in its storytelling there was a lot more weight to it as well there was you know there was meaning behind the character development and stuff like that whereas in the third one you know at the end you make these like big decisions like oh who are you gonna side with it's just like well i don't really care about any of these people because i i just don't care about them i'm sorry but they're just their character design was kind of flawed from the beginning yeah they had some weird setups with that like i remember there's one part of fable 3 where you you wind up in like some desert that's across the sea and you spend like maybe an hour or two of the campaign there and then you leave yeah and one of the promises that you have is for them and you're you know you weren't there long enough like you know even if you were really involved in that you still can't care about them too much yeah yeah i i I forgot about the desert area but like like you said it's just you don't care about it because you spend less than a fraction of the game there and you barely get anything out of it other than like slight plot progression and that's it yeah yeah i've never played fable but that's definitely on my bucket list I have to play it. Yeah, we'll get you hooked. Try it. At least try it. <laughs> I'm not as good as these two, but uh, it's, it's an so easy. It's fairly easy. Yeah. Um, there's fair- a slow time spell, and you can kind of just spam it, and yeah. like, oh yeah, you win. I love yeah. spamming buttons. Yeah. So. or even the lightning, <laughs> even the lightning spell. You, you just like auto target everything, and it just dies after a certain period of time. <laughs> yeah, and everything's like stunned while you use it too. Like there are a few spells that are broken. It's it, the first one, wonderful story, narrative, concept, decision making. Everything's great except the gameplay mechanics. Like you can tell it's in a really old game. It's still worth it, but yeah. you know, easy enough to run. Through. Oh yeah, I, I will and, say uh, just like as a last point. Sorry to cut you off, Kevin. If you are no going to play that buddy. game, play with mouse and keyboard. Surprisingly, lot smoother yeah. in terms of controls than controller. I found at least. Um, because like as Liam said, it's sometimes it's just a little wonky. But I found keyboard and uh, mouse were a lot better. But continue. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I just have one more question for you, Bry. Um, with the new consoles coming out and new games in the horizon, is there any one specific game other than Fable, uh, that you are excited for, uh, and want to purchase? Uh, yes, that would be. Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember right now. Um, well, one for sure, it's called Elden Ring. It's uh, from the same developers from the Dark Souls games from software. And it has, oh, nice. uh, I think it's George R. R. Martin, the, uh, the gentleman who created the uh, Game of Thrones series. And in terms of like the books and I guess oh, cool. the directing. Uh, so he's the story yeah. um, director for the game. Which that's sweet. There's still no information about it, and I'm still waiting to see gameplay. There's a trailer for it, but it explains nothing about the game. Um, and besides that, uh, I never played the first Spider-Man game on the PlayStation Four, 
but the second yeah. one looks really good because I like Miles oh. Morales as a character. Does it yeah. ever? Oh man, uh, the second one looks great. Please play the first one at some point. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful story. Oh yeah, like better than most of the movies. Like I think the video game Spider Man might be like up there, like Tobey Maguire level. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> or at least watch like I'm sure you could watch a YouTube playthrough. Sort oh of thing yeah, that makes yeah, it more like happen. a movie mode where he just doesn't do the extra stupid you know side missions that don't mean anything yeah it's a great game amazing game yeah (laughs) speaking of great games yeah brian all-time favorite like not fable like um not one of the ones that started you it could be one of the games you're hooked on now uh one of the ones you used to play competitively like a dead by daylight sort of thing Mm. favorite game of all time and why Gosh, um, it's tough. That's a tough question. That is a tough yeah, question. Yeah, because you you basically canceled out Fable, and that's essentially. Oh, I mean, I could put Dark Souls up there. Uh, that's the easy, you know, top three spot. Um, second, like a second one would have to be probably World of Warcraft. Like before a lot of the expansions, like I would say. Burning Crusade was probably the last one I really got into. Uh, I tried playing some of the newer ones, but it's just some of it's just way too intense for me. It takes way too long to get into it. Um, yeah. If actually the third game, this is gonna sound really nerdy, um, but as it, it was a Dragon Ball Z game that I played hey. <laughs> for PlayStation, and I don't play a lot of fighting games. But that one, I played the hell out of it, like 24-7, and my brothers used to pummel me in that game. But it was <laughs> it was one of my favorite, just like in terms of, because it was close to the, the anime for the most part. It was uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, not Tenkaichi, because that one, I just didn't like the combat system that, yeah. but the regular Budokai series is just... It was really um, so. Good. Was this a, a beat 'em up like Mortal Kombat thing, or was this more of an RPG style? Game? It was. It was a like Mortal Kombat uh, Street Fighter style. Okay, yeah, those games are fun. I I suck at them, but <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot of fun to put that on on like uh, when you got some friends over as a couch party sort of thing. Yeah, I remember our tournaments for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> where no one was any good, so anyone oh could win. Yeah, yeah. Choose your fighter. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Liam played. Well, Daniel's like a god at that game, and I remember just the one time we were playing in the tournament. He comes down. He's just like, "I'll play against all of you." We're like, "Okay," just decimates all of us. Liam was the only one that could yeah. put up a good fight because he plays with him a little more consistently. Yeah, uh, that's my little brother for you. He had. I still remember. I can't remember who it was. Oh no, it was Jason Voorhees from Mortal Kombat 10. He had two separate uh, combos that did over 50 percent damage. So like he could just do one and then the other, and then just and kill you. Yeah, that's it. And <laughs> that's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, we're getting close to the end of the time here, so we're going to wrap this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So first of all, Brian, thank you so much for coming out with us here and doing the podcast. We really appreciate your time here, and we hope you had a good time. I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm able. I'm glad we were able to pull this through, and uh, I'm super happy just being on the podcast just because it gives me 
a chance to talk to you guys a little bit more as well. And, you know, obviously we play games uh, with each yeah. other very often, but it's nice to uh, at least be a part of something you guys have created um, creatively, to say the least. Yeah, thanks, Brian. And um, yeah. I can't wait to see where you guys take this forward. So hopefully, you know, I, you. I'll be in future podcasts. Who knows? This might be my one and done oh. scenario. Might be it. No, I'm no, kidding, I'm we'll definitely bring you back. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. We we are so excited to get you on this episode. I remember we were talking about it. Uh, I think last week. And I was just super excited for this episode because it's gonna yeah. be our first guest, and I know you were gonna do good because you're 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 very good at speaking, you're very good at like all that kind of stuff, um, and you nailed it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thank it. you so much for coming <laughs> onto the the podcast today, bud. Thanks, I appreciate it, guys. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It's our pleasure, buddy. But uh, anyway, that'll be the end of this episode right now. If anyone like the guest appearance if anyone has any ideas what they want to hear any topics we'd like to cover any uh, opinions we'd like to get from any of our friends anything like that please let us know we're happy to have more guest stars on we're happy to have brian back again and we're happy to cover whatever you guys would like to hear about even if it's something that we've already done uh like dating if anyone asked for dating advice we yeah. could do another episode no harm in that oh, absolutely and I, I keep looking at the apple reviews um and we just keep getting more five of five stars yeah and we it, love the support it's so much uh, it's much appreciated by everyone you know uh it's it's great so uh thank you for all the support everyone gives us um and keep subscribing and keep rating us on uh, apple Podcasts. i don't know about spotify but I think it's just a download thing. Yeah, Spotify is just download. But Apple Podcast, you can rate it, you can leave a review, and I believe you can download as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, again, thank you for so, all the support. Yeah, that'll be it. Follow us on Instagram, and uh, we'll keep you updated with every, what, whenever every episode comes out from now on. Thank you, everyone, and have a good night. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.